Welcome everybody and here I am once again with Toby Wilson. Hi Toby. Hi Al. And we're eight days out from actually uh, ending the year, believe it or not. That's amazing, isn't it? Eight days out from ending the year? Well, the end of 2017. We're on holidays, aren't we? Oh, yes, yes. So, sorry, not the end of the calendar year, but the end of our working year. I yes. always keep forgetting how literal you are. I've got to make sure that I... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then we're going to, be on, going to be on holidays for a couple of weeks. That's mm. going to appear really kind of strange for us, really, Surreal. isn't it? Surreal. <laughs> I think there's going to be a few sleep-ins and... Um, yeah, I might yeah. go start another business or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh, ladies. That's, that's very possible. Anyway, today we don't want to spend... Uh, we, don't, we don't want to waste any more time. We've wasted, like... Oh, we haven't wasted it, but we're 53 seconds in and we want to make this a powerhouse inbox mag. And we want to talk about uh, focused thinking. And I know that you have some really amazing insights and wisdom you're going to share with us all because uh, you love this topic because you use a lot of these insights, I know, when you work... And, uh, and you know the significance of focus. And I think from a lot of what I hear from the women that I speak to and I mentor throughout the year, this is one of the key things that they have a lot of difficulty with. And, um, and, and you know, women are a little bit difficult to the blokes, let's be honest. It's a very Aussie term, isn't it? Now, <laughs> audience in the US and around the world is probably going to think, what does she mean? But blokes being as in men. <laughs> and uh, we are different because we have a lot of other things that we do. A lot of the, our audience have got children, young children, have just had children. Some are managing teenagers and, and caring for them, husbands, of course, and a whole lot of other, other tasks that they do. Some even look after their parents that are old and frail. And I mean, you know, the, the, the tasks that life continues to just generate <laughs> for us to take care of and to, uh, you know, to basically know, including our world in the midst of our entrepreneurial world is quite heavy sometimes. So how would you suggest, I mean, what, what are some of the tips that you can give us today, some of the takeaways for the girls that uh, they can even reflect on when they have a little bit of downtime after this crazy Christmas period? Maybe they can even help them during this, this period. So I'm going to hand it across to you. And The first thing that comes to mind with what you're saying is um, that to, to be busy and to be productive are really two separate things. And it's very common to mix those things and think that if you're busy, you're productive. Um, and if you're being productive, then you must be running around being busy. Oh, and that's so true. They're I not just, necessarily yeah. the same things. A uh, lot of people yeah. are very busy, but they're very unproductive. They're not really moving things forward. I can so resonate with that. Um, not so much now. Like now I know that we focus a lot and we have very clear objectives and we work towards them and we set these up every day, don't we, when we meet with our team and make sure that we're all on the same page and we're moving forward and we're all focused. But what you're saying is is just mind-blowing to me because I can see how I start. Sometimes if I, we don't do that too, I can also fall into that because it's just when you've just got so many things that you're doing. So I, lo I love that. I love the difference in that. Yeah, and it's there's also a difference uh, or there should be a difference between um, organising, planning and prioritising and, and working. Like they should be two different things. If you're planning, organising and prioritising things, you shouldn't be doing that while you're working. You should do that as a separate activity and then 
work on what you know you need to be working on. So can you expand on that a little well, bit more? Like just get clear on that for me. So you're saying to, okay. to do that outside of your work hours? Or? No, I'm not saying to do it outside of your work hours. I'm saying to do it as a separate dedicated task because what it does, well, let's look at what happens if you don't do it. If, if, you, if you plan and organise yourself and prioritise while you're working, if you do it like during your work, you're going to have a big, long list of things. You, you will feel overwhelmed because they're not yet prioritised. You'll scan down the list and think, oh, let me do this. And in the back of your mind, you'll feel like, is this the right thing to be doing? I'm not 100% sure. So you're working on something and your mind is stuck on all of these other parts that are outstanding and people waiting on you for things. And um, because it hasn't been organised and, and it hasn't been dealt with effectively, while you're working, your mind is split. You sort of feel this um, uncertainty with which... Um, with regard to the task that you're doing, is it really the most important thing? When you plan, organise and prioritise, once that's done as an activity, you sit down and you pick that top thing and start to work and it's so much easier to focus because you know that this is the thing to be doing and nothing else is getting missed. There's nothing that you maybe should be doing instead of this because you've consciously um, uh, gone through it and made that decision. It's interesting, isn't it? And and life is going to try, because it just does anyway, to pull you away from that. I mean, I know that, you know, in, even in our business. And if I think back when we had the salon, uh, that was just huge because in, a salon owner also then also has the, the clients coming in. I mean, we might have team mm. members and other things pushing on us, but they have a client coming in and they have other things. So it's almost like they need to make this special time really to what was it that you said? I love the three things, to um, plan, and to organise, organize. and to prioritise. Yeah, and I love that because we've been doing that really. We have been doing that lately only because we realised there was just no other way, right? <laughs> I mean, it, as your business starts to grow and the demands on you start to grow uh, and, and, you know, that just becomes something that's just too important. But even if it doesn't, even if your business is small, these great habits will help to... Uh, help you when your business is expanding and if you decide that you ever want it to expand if you don't start with good habits now you're going to have to do them at some point and you're going to have that lapse between bad habits and the new habits so I would suggest that everyone does this yeah it ties right into the the difference between busyness and productivity because when you're really busy, you don't have time to organise things. You don't have time to plan effectively. You don't have time to prioritise because you're too busy getting things done. You've got to get things done. You haven't got time. You've got to work. I've got to but get this done. But that's a myth, right? That is an right? absolute myth. Well, yeah, you're never going to have time. Mm -hmm. So you have to make time uh, for that. But I guess that's sort of a, a productive um, peace of mind, helping the human brain focus, helping people to emotionally stay in clarity and not move into overwhelm um, and, and, and keep working. It's just a way of being productive. What's perhaps even more important is how to prioritise things. Like how, to, how does someone actually choose which things are the most important things and come up with and determine exactly what it is that they should be working on. I think that I want to do another. I want that to be our next, our next, uh, our next conversation and next issue because I think we want to expand on that even more. If we could 
you know, I think if we give this this particular one about organising, uh, planning, organising and prioritising a little bit more, uh, let's like flesh it out a little bit more for everyone. So, um, but that is fantastic and so important because I found that it's once... the most important. Yes, yeah. and I found that when we do that, wow, it's amazing what we get done mm-hmm. and, uh, and how our team is like a well-oiled machine, isn't it? And everyone's sort of, everyone is focused. And in a team situation, when a salon owner's got team members, if the salon owner doesn't lead them in that way, just like if we don't lead our team like that, uh, what happens? Um, there's a sense of disconnect. There's Chaos. a sense of lack of focus. There's mm-hmm. a sense of everyone just individually interprets what they sort of see or feel to be the best thing. And I think a lot of the time, you mentioned emotions before, a lot of the time people are then operating through their own emotional bodies. They just, you know, they don't have, like if we give our teams focus, if we as leaders say to our teams, you know what, this is what we're focusing on, we could be actually retailing a product that we want to move off the shelf that we feel is the next best thing for our customers, that we feel is a promotion we want to offer. And we hone in. This is our priority. We've got everyone moving in that one direction. We're buzzing. I remember actually in saying this, I remember in my salon, I must have been in my 20s because it's just it just turned up this memory in my mind as we're speaking about this. I remember actually giving my girls, I always used to give them promotions, our team, the team that we had, we had a great team. I mean, this is, you know, this is like over 25 years ago now. And I remember one of the promotions was just offering with every single facial, you remember, this is how long ago this is, a tint and a hand massage or I can't, I can't, it's something like that, but it had something to do with tinting. And I remember just the excitement of our, we, we prioritised that, that was our promotion. And we, I kept, I realised how powerful it was to, to focus them, you know, not just to give them targets and not help them to reach them, but to actually help them to prioritise on this one particular thing that the promotion they were doing. And it was amazing. It was amazing how excited they were, how inspired they were. They'd come out of the room and do high fives with each other and just go, yes, you know, I could. And, and really, ultimately, all of that was extending more value to the client. So ultimately, our, our whole brand was prospering because they were on the ball, on the ball, doing more and more of what they, you know, as professionals that they're meant to do. But it was only through my really prioritising that, you know, planning, organising how that would look, helping them to, to actually share that and extend it out to the client and then prioritising that in their mind. So when they were in there, they knew that that's what was going on that particular week. That was an amazing time for me when I realised the significance of that. And really it is up to the salon owner, not only with the workload that she's got, building a business, marketing, doing all these other things, even you know with her teams, it really is up to the salon owner as the leader to actually put all this into, the, the more organised she is, the more she's planning, organising and prioritising, the more that her brand is going to reflect that, like right throughout. Is that That's kind of what you were, Completely. What you were getting and, at. And, and always in doing that, we're going to be dealing with um, limited resources. We've never got unlimited resources. We've always got limitations, whether that be um, uh, the amount of people and hands 
that we have on deck, whether that be our own time, whether that be financial constraints, whether that be whatever it is. So as part of doing that, you're always making decisions about what you're not going to do. And that clarity about what you're not doing is also just as important as what you are doing. Because if you try to do everything, you end up doing very little. So I think our next issue really needs to be, because girls are really, really busy and we, we, we want to just give them short and sweet takeaways, uh, especially at this time of the year, is really going to be on, on, you go ahead. You were mentioning it before. Well, we could do it on, on how to prioritise. You were saying that that is things. probably the most important thing. It is, yeah, mm. yeah, it is. Because if you look at, I mean, if you look at, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a core decision-making process that if you look at anyone, um, someone that's successful at something and someone that's not, they've essentially allocated different priorities and worked on different things. That's what's moved them forward in a way that's different to the way someone else has moved forward. One, one person may be stagnant, they may be very, very busy, they may be doing a lot of things. Someone else has, has, has pushed a lot of that aside and allocated different priorities. That's, that's the differentiating factor. Mm, How many that. have? The most limited resource we have is time. Um, correct, our correct. own time. So all we can do is leverage that through other people, through our business, through our you know life. So you would you say know. that you know it's like our and um, where we place our focus and our awareness and our mental real estate really how we use that in in conjunction with time. Like how we it's those things really combine. Yeah, our mental real estate is the most precious um, asset that we have, and we just so often just. Um, flood it with meaningless stuff. We might wake up in the morning and reach for our phone and check on Facebook as to what you know our friends and relatives have been doing. It's just, and then I mean that's okay, you know, but I'm not. It's not a matter of it being okay or not okay. It's that we we don't place this sacred value on our mental real estate. Mm, like it is just mm-hmm. we don't have an unlimited amount. We don't have it's so scarce, it's so limited. And every company in the world wants some of it. Every business in the world is looking to capture our mental real estate. It's coming up to Christmas and you can go and anyone can probably look in their letterbox and they'll have all of these brochures with all of these well, sales Toby, and no, advertisements. Maybe and, not. Because they'll have put junk, no junk mail, which you haven't done yet, so. Yeah, well, if they're smart enough, they haven't done that. I'm sorry. But it's the idea is what people, what all these businesses and all these marketing um, uh, companies are doing is reaching to gain a little bit and of I, your mental real estate. Everyone wants it. Mm, and I was going to say before, it's fine to check on our family and our, our relatives and whatever on Facebook. What I wanted to add was that... Um, but what happens is Facebook distracts us. So we have an intention. It's fine to check. You know, the world is fine. Yep, Facebook's still there. We're all, everyone's doing well. But what starts to happen is then we see this thing, uh, you know, we see on our newsfeed something from our competition or we see, and then we start looking. And, th- and before we know it, an hour's gone past or 45 minutes for some people. It's almost like an addiction. And before they know it, they've just spent like so much of their time doing a meaningless, yeah, absolutely. That's the job on that's... Facebook. Facebook is designed to keep you on it. That's what Facebook wants because the more you're on it, the more get, they're getting paid for advertising. They're Correct. making money the more you're looking at Facebook. Well, they're so a business. So the whole thing is designed for that. But yeah. don't, don't we love how people actually think that uh, Facebook's like some social thing for them and, and, and isn't it the most amazingly set up business 
Facebook is absolutely a business and it is there to make money. Don't go letting it suck you dry. And where does it make its money from? Yes, where? It makes its money from you looking at the page, and looking not, at your device, looking at Facebook. And forgetting to manage your mental real estate effectively and really, you know, focusing yes. on so, what it is that matters the most. So just as a quick, quick takeaway before we finish... To stay focused, um, if you've got a lot on and and you're running around and you feel a little bit scattered like you're not sure what you're working on next, either take a piece of paper, take a, you can do it on a computer, you can do it wherever you want, and write down the one thing that you're, you're actually going to be working on. So if it's, for example, uh, check the progress of my Facebook ad campaign, that that forces you to go into Facebook. So you can write that down. And I do this. I, I'll actually have in my, um, uh, my, my task and project management system, I'll have um, that actually sit there and I'll have one thing. So if ever I get distracted, if my phone rings, if I go into Facebook and something grabs me, whatever it is, I know that my next step is to go and look at that either piece of paper or document, however you manage it. As soon as I look, that's right. That's where I am. So we make objective what our focus point is. Don't have it in your mind which gives freedom for you to go off onto something else and then justify it to yourself later. Write it down and put it somewhere and, you know, for the next 20 minutes, whatever it is, this is what I'm working on. And all these other things can happen. People can walk in and interrupt. We can get distracted and we just look and we go, oh, that's right, that's what I'm on. It's, a, it's an objective focus point. So I think that that is a perfect time for us to say goodbye to our audience yes, this week. Thank you, Toby, so much. And I'm going to bring you back for our next issue where you're going to speak specifically about prioritising how you do it, how we can actually, that, that beautiful, sacred, precious, uh, what were you saying before about mental real estate? It's so sacred and precious. Well, it's and I the totally, most precious asset that we have. Oh, yeah. totally, totally. It's all totally. we've got to work with. It's what we're working yes. with all day long. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. And I know our audience are going to love it too. And we want you to help us to really understand how you prioritise what you understand that that looks like. It's not how just we me. Can... It's all of the people internationally. Yeah. Uh, well, of course. I didn't really mean just you. But uh, well, what I thought I mean you meant is... that I was the only one doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love the, no literal, this <laughs> the literal mind of the analyst? It's this fantastic. is going to be a world first. I call it prioritisation. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but of course you know what I mean and our Never audience knows. Tried. But um, you're going to be sharing yeah. that with us and uh, and really, you know, you have been, you've been working on this for a long time and you've developed some really beautiful and amazing skills which get well, you, you to, to do, do right, yeah, get you to do some like almost like a crazy non-human like <laughs> tasks and uh and and really complete things which is really really amazing and i know a lot of it too is you coming up against your own patterning your own the way that you know you are internally and really moving past these things without judgment and i mean amazing i love it i love it i love it love connecting with you and chatting with you uh, for our beauty and business uh, mag Thank you, everybody. We, we're going to be back. We're going to be running through um, and scheduling in these inbox, uh, these beauty and business inbox mags for everyone, um, even through the Christmas period. So you've got time to sit and listen and make 2018 the best year ever, ever, ever. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Toby. Take Thanks. care. Bye-bye. Bye now.